Thank you for downloading the Walking On Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain. Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway? Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic walking poles. Nordicwalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic walking poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. Nordicwalk.store will deliver Lecky and XL poles the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which pole is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Walking On Air podcast, winner of the Inspiration of the Year Award in the Community Sports and Recreation Alliance Awards for 2022. This podcast is for the whole Nordic walking community, from beginner to instructor wherever you are in the world. I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking, and each week I will be discussing various topics with Nordic walkers who are experts in their own particular fields, covering a diverse range of topics about ways in which Nordic walking benefits health and well-being. If you find this podcast beneficial, then I would be extremely grateful if you would consider occasionally making a small donation, the price of a cup of coffee, by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash walking on air. This helps cover the cost of producing these podcasts.
In this episode, I'm discussing a very relevant topic to the times that we are living in, namely long COVID. Today, I'm joined by Anne, who caught COVID in September 2021 while working as a teaching assistant, supporting primary school children with additional needs. Due to underlying asthma, she became very ill with COVID, which led to pneumonia and a three-week stint in hospital, including a week in ITU. On leaving hospital, Anne struggled just to walk around her house, never mind down the road, as the fatigue was exhausting and she found it difficult to breathe. By Christmas, she'd had enough and decided to take back control of her own health. At this point, she discovered Tracy Hall's group of Sherwood Nordic Walkers, and this proved a turning point in her recovery, as we are about to hear. Hello and welcome to Walking On Air, Anne. Hello, Mary. Lovely to see you today and I hope you're beginning to feel a little bit better from long COVID. But please, before we get on to the topic of long COVID, please would you tell me about your background in exercise? Right, so when I was younger, I was really sporty, loved sport, uh, played hockey for school and things like that. But then... When I was about 12, I had a problem with my spine, was told I had to stop walking and exercising. I couldn't do sport for about three years. Um, That settled down. That impacted my lungs with asthma because I'd always been diagnosed with asthma anyway. Um, Took up cycling. (laughs) Loved it. Met my husband through cycling. Um, Cycled hundreds of miles in a day. Just absolutely loved it. Then a few years ago, um, my spinal problem started having issues and I had to have some minor spinal surgery. That stopped me cycling, but I could then walk, whereas before I couldn't walk very far. And that's about it, really. And so how did you first come across Nordic walking? It's funny, I saw an article in a magazine about a year ago, I think, um, during lockdown. I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And then something popped up on my Facebook page about somebody who runs a a blog post called Get Over Yourself and she was talking about Nordic walking and she did an online course and I thought oh that might be good so I bought it because it wasn't expensive (laughs) but didn't do anything with it just sort of pushed it to the back of the computer and got on with work and life as it was during lockdown. And then you unfortunately caught COVID, didn't you? Please, could you explain to the audience how you ended up in hospital with COVID? Yeah, um, well, I'd started a job and then a colleague of mine tested positive one night and a couple of days later, um, I'd been in a meeting with her that day. And then a few days later, I woke up with the same symptoms um, and tested positive. I felt really ill because I got asthma. I thought "Mm, my lungs feel a bit like I'm getting a chest infection. Rang the local GP and asked asked some advice really. And they sent me to uh, a GP surgery where you could go in because even though you've got COVID, it was specifically for people with COVID. Checked my lungs and stuff and said, oh, it seems all right, but I'll give you some steroids. They didn't touch it carried on isolating at home. My daughter, because I live with just my daughter, 
she sort of threw food in through the bedroom door. <laughs> she, was adamant she didn't want to catch it and I didn't want her to get it really. And keeping a check on my breathing levels, I was struggling quite remarkably. So this, as my breathing deteriorated, I found that I couldn't hold a conversation. I couldn't walk. <laughs> and I thought, I need to get some more help, really. And I rang 111 and they sent some paramedics who said, we can't leave you at home. Golly. You need to go to hospital. And I thought, oh, well, they'll just give me some stronger steroids and things and send me home. But they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And ended up in hospital for three weeks. Gosh, three weeks. And so were you on breathing apparatus? Yes, um, I wasn't aware as how bad I'd really got, really. As much as the consultants kept telling me it was quite bad. You don't take it in, I don't think. But they moved me to intensive care and put me on um, CPAP, which is the big mask. And they'd actually rung my brother and asked for his permission to ventilate because they felt that if if my breathing didn't improve within the next few hours, that I would have to be ventilated. Luckily, I didn't need that because I'm made of strong stuff, I think. I think I think you are. Look, I can see you. The audience can't. I can see you. But I, I think you've got that determination about you. So once you were released, at what point? <laughs> sounds awful, doesn't it? But once once you were allowed back yes. home, I should say, at what point did you suspect that you had long COVID? I just was still struggling with breathing. I had problems with cognition. I struggled for finding word finding, not something I've ever had a problem with. (laughs) Uh, um, Just lots of strange things, um, massive pains throughout my joints and fatigue. I've never known. Some people say it's not tiredness. It's more, it is more than tiredness. You know, you get up, but you can't get up. Yeah. I'm not the sort of person that lays about in bed. I don't do that. I get up and I'm busy and, you know, do lots of things and I've, I've always worked. So when I couldn't even walk across the floor from in the room, in the living room, to collect something, I thought this is serious. Yeah. And I had people in, carers coming in for about six weeks to help with washing and bathing and stuff like that. And then I was getting a little bit better, able to potter around the garden but not for very long um and it was about december um i'd been put under the respiratory team at the local hospital who said we think it's long covid it's gone on for quite a while so Um, how long at this point was it since you'd left hospital i left hospital in the october okay so a good couple of months and you're still suffering yeah yeah but a lot, a lot of general practitioners won't refer you to any long COVID team until you've it's twelve weeks after the initial infection. Okay. And was it about this time that you heard about Tracy Hall and Sherwood yes. Nordic? Uh, I started looking, thinking I need to do something. I need to be proactive. I'm that sort of person. I'm not going to sit back and wait for other people to do things. I'm afraid. I I needed to be right for me. And the physio 
the respiratory physio had recommended that I try and get out and do a little bit of walking. Tried that. And then I thought, I've got that course. I'll have a go at that course. I'll see what it's like. Bought the poles. They came and started doing a little bit and then um, managed to get to the end of my road. And then there's a playing field and managed to get a little bit round, not all the way around the playing field by a long chalk. It took quite a couple of months. And then I thought, I'm not sure this technique's right. I need to find a Nordic walking group somewhere locally. So I, I, I Googled it like you do. Yeah. Um, the nearest one is Sherwood Nordic Walkers. So I got in touch with Tracy and did her two-day Learn to Nordic Walk course. Because I knew, I just felt something wasn't quite right. It was great. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Being with other people, you know, and it made me feel good. I could breathe. How was your fatigue when you were doing the course? Fine. A couple of days, you know, afterwards, I was tired. Yeah. But not as much. I could go shopping at the supermarket and then that would knock me off my feet for two days. But when I'm on an audit walk, it's great. So what other benefits did you experience that you attribute specifically to Nordic walking that have alleviated your long COVID uh, symptoms? Um, I think right, helping with breathing for a start, because obviously the position you are with the poles, you're more upright. It just opens your lungs up, doesn't it? Absolutely. Know. Having that good posture stops. Yes. Crowding. Which is the problem with the spine because of the curvature of the spine. Yeah. Um, no pain in my joints and just my mental health. Just being outside, being with other people because it it's very isolating when you've got long COVID. You, you feel like you can't do as much. Well, you can't do as much. It's not that you can't feel it. You just can't. Yeah. Um, so you become isolated because friends and that are at work. It's difficult. So, Anne, you mentioned that at Christmas time you were struggling to even walk from one side of a room to the other. Just so that listeners can have in their mind a sense of the improvement that you've made, um, could you tell us how far you're able to walk now? Um, with my Nordic poles on a Nordic walk, possibly twice a week, about four miles. That's a huge improvement in just five months, isn't it? It's amazing, really, how Nordic walking has helped. And have you learned any life lessons through your recovery? And can any of these lessons be attributed specifically to Nordic walking? I think Nordic walking, uh, for me, it puts you in the present. You're not thinking about anything, really. You're just immersed in, the na in nature and walking. I think that taking things slowly has helped a massive amount. What difference does it make learning Nordic walking from a Nordic walking instructor in person compared to learning online? It's definitely it's more personal. Tracy differentiated stuff for the different people that were on the course, took off the rough edges. Do, do you have a message for other people suffering from long COVID? I think you have to be in charge of it. You have to take charge of it. And you have to, I think, having a positive attitude, I think as hard as it is, because it's, it's awful, that positive attitude 
being in the present a lot more helps. And just go and give it a try. Yeah. And do you think that what's helped you is the actual um, technique of Nordic walking or is it the other bits that go around Nordic walking? So the fact you're in a group, the fact you're outside. I think all of it. I think I think just the whole thing of Nordic walking. Well, it's made them. I don't think I'd be where I am at this moment in time without the Nordic walking. That's an amazing effect from Nordic walking. So where do you think you would be without the Nordic walking? I think I'd still be struggling to walk to the end of the street. I think I'd still be absolutely wiped out most days and not just some days now. I still find that I have to pace myself for everything. Um, If I'm doing a Nordic walk, I have a rest day before and a rest day afterwards where I try not to do too much. And I have been told by the long COVID team that that's the best thing I can do. I just think what Nordic walking's given me, it's given me my independence back, really. What an amazing result from Nordic walking. I'm just so touched to hear that. And I think Tracy's clearly done an amazing job a a miracle with your health which is just fantastic finally this podcast is called walking on air and i'd like you to tell me your top tip for walking on air just get out there and try it and just be with others it's so good for your mental health and your physical health Thank you very, very much, Anne, for coming and talking to us today. It's been really interesting, and I know this will be a, a popular episode. So thank, thank you, Mary. you a huge amount for coming on. Thank you. I hope that you have enjoyed Walking On Air, and if so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on, and hit the subscribe button, particularly if you listen on Apple. It will help spread the word about Nordic Walking and about this podcast. If you have any feedback, suggestions of a topic, or a story that you want to share on this podcast, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. You can also follow the show on social media. On Facebook, it is simply Walking On Air. And on Instagram, the handle is walking underscore on underscore air underscore podcast. Have a great week and happy Nordic walking. Finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.